Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I have a lovely guest who I've only recently met, actually, via a, a third party who also had us together um, as a relationship experts. And we got to know each other, and I thought, I must have this wonderful woman on my show. And her name is Veronica Bazzeri. So welcome, Veronica. Hi, Lynn. Thanks for hosting me today. That's my pleasure. Now, Veronica is a relationship and communication mentor, and at the moment she's based in Malta. But where are you from originally, Veronica? That's, um, that's an interesting question. I was um, born in Ukraine and brought up in Kazakhstan. I'm British um, national, and I lived in the Middle East all my life before I ended up in Malta. So difficult to answer where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, very international mix. <laughs> uh, and off air, we were discussing, you know, some possible subjects for discussion in today, you know, for today's episode. And one of the things that you brought up was the subject around the three C's. Now, my audience have heard me refer to the three C's, but my three C's are, are actually around um, negative words such as criticism complaints and comparisons <laughs> whereas for you your three c's are totally different to that so explain the what your three c's are, are going to be all around today veronica sure so my three c's and how i uh, came up with those three c's is because i have as you know, I, I run workshops and, and I train people on relational literacy and on skills. So my focus has always been on teaching people different relationship and communication skills. And what I realize more and more as I teach people different skills, I'm realizing just in parallel to those skills, how important it is to develop certain qualities. And this is how the three C's came up because the, the, the top qualities that I believe and I have seen um, that work most successfully in, in relationships that people build are courage, confidence, and compassion. And these are my top three C's because I saw the people who have those qualities highly developed or naturally already you know possessing those skills are the people who are very successful in their relationships and not just personal relationships but in the professional world as well and these are the top three c's or top three qualities that i wanted to to chat about because um skills are important but qualities are even more important because they are the underlying um, basis and foundation from which everything else uh, becomes easy Absolutely. So um, would you say that those three qualities are non-gender specific then? They, they apply across both genders? 
yes they are not uh, gender specific there are different um the different ways that those qualities would manifest in 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 different genders but they're very uh, general and both genders would um have those three qualities um as top successful qualities that that are needed for relationships so breaking it down then if we we look at the first c around courage um how would how would you sort of educate you know about what that looks like in terms of traits for a particular person or gender even sure so the reason why i put courage um as the first c and not second c because um a lot of people would have thought well you should be confident first and then it makes you courageous um it actually the other way around it's the courage that makes you confident or it's the in order for a person to develop a confidence they need to start with um developing the courage because the reason why the reason why courage is more important than confidence is because courage is that fire starter it's something that ignites um a new relationship for example or something that pushes people to do that that first move towards the, the the relationship goal that they have and to give you an example is um courage would be needed if somebody wants to approach um a woman um that they think is out of the league courage would need it for a woman to indicate that she's interested in uh, in a in a man um courage would be needed if somebody needs to tell the person they are with um i love you for the first time courage would be needed to say somebody no um when you want to say no courage would be needed to to communicate a difficult message courage would be needed to walk out from um a difficult relationship um courage would be needed to start from from scratch something you know to start a new life there's there's so many areas where courage is required and it's not really a personality trait and i see it more as a um, as a quality that could be cultivated it's not something that we are born with and some people are more naturally courageous than the others but i can reassure people that i work with a lot of uh, clients um and they are not courageous people by nature and it's something that we activate and the way we activate it is by starting with very small steps and it's just step you know little step leading to to a little larger step and and larger and larger so it's kind of from small step to more bolder steps and that's how it's um the courage is developed i sort of tend to liken that then because what i am um, i'm hearing if it, if i'm hearing it correctly is it's it's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable you know it's it's, it's going from certainty to uncertainty by trying something new exactly exactly and it's 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 exactly what you've said it's been comfortable with uh, uncertainty it's been comfortable with not knowing what the outcome is going to be it's being comfortable with the fact that you might be rejected or you might be it's having a capacity to have a fear and 
courage is not really about about being fearless courage is about to have a fear and being able to overcome that fear and that it requires being comfortable with uncertainty being comfortable with potential rejection being comfortable with outcome not being attached to the outcome and just being attached to doing your part and let the other person to react in whichever way they choose to react and that's that's what the courage is yeah certainly and i i think um you'd probably agree that, you know, having the courage to approach somebody, you know, to ask them for a date or whatever that might be, um, usually that, that, that's quite often the, the guy that, do, you know, has to summon up the courage to do, to do that in most introductions around relationships. But um, it certainly, I suppose, can then, for some guys in particular, be quite daunting the prospect that they could be rejected. So how do you get them to manage that, that, that scenario? What, you know, what, what do you educate them around, you know, you know, should they be told no or um, they feel like they've been rejected? How do they handle and manage that as a, as, as an option that might present itself? I always encourage um, guys and girls to look at rejection as as not really a rejection. If somebody says, if you approach um, a woman and, or if a woman, let's say, approaches a man or decides to indicate her interest and another person doesn't reciprocate, it's really often has nothing to do with them or mm. the level of their attractiveness or the level of their approach. It's uh, because chemistry uh, works in, in, in a very complex and intricate way. And, we really select people or we feel attracted to people or the, the 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 way we could respond to one person versus another is is too complicated and often is the the it's through the prism of you know of our parents if you know if if a guy rejects a girl sometimes it's because maybe she doesn't remind him of his mother enough in 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 the way she behaves or looks or same for women um he he looks too far um apart uh, comparing to her you know her brother her father her family members so there's a lot of complexities there and they just so as i said it's just so intricate so what it means if somebody rejects you it doesn't mean that you are not attractive or your approach was you know too bold or too soft or something it's more to do with uh, you are just not fitting with another person um, chemistry pattern and you need to approach a lot of people to actually discover um, in a way it becomes a number games you have to approach a lot of people to discover one that matches with your um, chemistry pattern and that's what people need to look at um, at relationship and dating in, in general because um, people always when they enter into dating um, interaction they always try to bring that dating uh, process into a desired outcome i.e a beginning of a, a long-term relationship 
and the same with dating. I encourage people to see dating as more as a as a casting process. You're really not trying to drive the person towards that outcome and don't get attached to that outcome. You are casting someone for a role of your long-term partner. And as in casting, you have a lot of people um, in, in, in that, you know, casting pool and not everybody's going to, you know, become an, an actor in your movie and, and not everybody's going to become a, a main character as a, you mm-hmm. know, your long partner. So I always um, encourage people. And that also gives courage because when people start seeing, approaching people, um, not not um, from from the lens of not about am I going to be rejected or am I going to be accepted, but from a lens of are we going to get matched? And the only way to find out is our chemistry going to get matched is by approaching. Um, then it becomes easier to see it and easier to to get courage to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that you know if somebody does say no, um, uh, I feel that you know the best way to sort of accept that is to think of it as being you know what, they've done me a great favor there because I've not wasted my time on somebody that's not interested or not interested right now. Um, so it leaves me now free and available to find somebody who is a better match. Exactly. So the next the area then, sorry. And, and, and the same applies to women because it's not just, it's not just difficult for the guys to um, approach women and most guys actually don't do it these days they they you know they they're more comfortable to go online and and at least there um you know that all the people are gonna be there at least looking for a relationship and at least you have that in common whereas um if you meet somebody at the at the party or a workplace setting or even on the street that's um the times where um, men felt comfortable to do so, I think, are disappearing, if not disappeared uh, completely. But it's just as difficult for women to show their interest um, in a guy. And for, for a guy to be encouraged to approach a woman, he needs to feel safe to do that. And her role um, to make him safe to do that is to indicate her interest. And that, that doesn't mean that she has to actively approach or pursue him, but what she needs to do is to, to, to flirt, to smile, to maintain a little bit longer eye contact that she would normally do with the strangers. So, but it's just equally as difficult for women to do. And that requires a lot of courage to, to be uh, inviting and to be um, willing to show somebody that they are interested in, 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 in a way of uh, flirting or in a way of um, just being very um, smiley and approachable. So I think it goes with both genders, just, just as um, women need a lot of courage. Um, the men needs, need that too. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like the modern day version of the the woman dropping her handkerchief, isn't it, to show her interest and the mum thinking, ah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because a lot of, uh, for some reason, there's a lot of uh, a perception out there that, that um, men just would have to, you know, actively pursue someone. She still needs to drop her hanky, as you said. It just has to um, happen in a, in, a, in a modern way analogy, but uh, it's, it's the part that we cannot skip. Yeah. And that there are modern ways of dropping your handkerchief is what you're saying, you know, to, to express your interest, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, 
Anything else that you want to add around the area of courage then before we look at the, uh, the, the second one around confidence? Yeah, so it's, 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 just to, it's just to encourage people to start developing this quality because it would, it would um, serve them in, in every area of life and as relationship, and not just to start a new relationship, but as a relationship progresses um, and as a relationship sometimes comes to an end or if as a relationship um, needs to evolve to a new level. Every time there is a evolvement or growth, uh, it needs a courage from both people to move it to a new level. So I want to encourage people to start thinking about where they have been courageous in the past and what else they can do to get their courage to to a new level, to become a little bit more bolder, to be able to take more risks by starting doing very small little acts of courage on a daily basis. So if they, like with, you know, with COVID-19, of course we have been um, stuck in our houses for quite some time and a lot of courage is needed to resume our new life, to get back to normal, to socialize with people physically, um, to be in a crowded places. So starting, and that would require a lot of courage and that's a good testing ground. It's a good training ground to start exercising small acts of courage on a daily basis and build it up to a more and more um, bolder, let's say, or mm-hmm. risky or much more courageous acts as, um, as they become more confident with the smaller acts. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, as you, you've said, it's starting with small steps. And um, the thing is that, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? And the worst thing that can happen is they say no. You know, is, is any big deal if they say no? No, they're, they're leaving you free now to, to find somebody who, who would be a better match for you because uh, if you try and force that relationship when that person's already said no and they're not interested, then that's obviously not going to be a great match for you anyway, is it? Yeah, and I have never seen, um, it's the same with um, setting boundaries because a lot of people find that they don't have enough courage to set the boundaries and especially people who are highly empathic or they have been brought up as people pleasers and they want to maintain a good level of um, relationship. They don't see, you know, some courageous acts as a kind act sometimes or um, acts that would lead to a great outcome. And just the same as with boundaries, the, 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 the acts of courage, um, I have never seen people not benefiting from being courageous. I've never seen people damaging their relationship because they've been courageous. Because as I said, um, those difficult conversations that they need to start, those um, boundary settings, uh, those communication that they need to have requires acts of courage. Negotiations that they need to have with their partners on different topics and areas requires courage. And I have never seen a damaging relationships, um, never. It always leads to a great outcome. Even sometimes if the outcome is negative, as you said, Lynn, um, it actually shows that that wasn't working in the first place and you've just brought it to the surface because you were courageous to do so. And now you have a choice to walk away, to end it, to start something new. And um, it's always always a great outcome. 
Yeah, absolutely concur. So moving on to the second one then, confidence. How how do you see that as a do you see that as a, a trait or an ability or something that's that people um, should uh, focus on strengthening like a muscle almost <laughs> as, as a area of strength for themselves? It is um, something that they can strengthen as a muscle because very few of us are born with those um, levels of confidence that we require. And um, yes, there are there are some people that are born with you know very confident with a, you know star like um, outlook on life and it's it's as i said there's some people that are born with it but most people have to develop it and it's again another quality that makes a huge difference on our relationships because i mean to start with confident people are way more attractive than those people that have a lot of self-doubt and um insecure so and, and that's universal that's in all cultures i've i've traveled to 100 countries just 99 to be precise and oh, i've wow. lived in and i've lived in eight countries and everywhere i have traveled i have explored um how different cultures they approach to love how they you know get together the way they date the way they fall in love and all those things and i can tell you that confidence is the quality that is universally liked um and the reason why people like confident people is because confident people are very at ease with themselves it's it's the it's the quality that it's it's the quality that makes other people being at ease when they are with them, and that is very attractive because if that person is very at ease with themselves, they're very confident. Other people feel the same when they're around them, and because we have those you know the mirror neurons and a lot of um, things that we are affected by another person's behavior, so that is super attractive quality. So confident people tend to um, find it much easier to find partners to find. Uh, new jobs to make new friends to you name it like every single area of um, life is affected if you um, spend time on developing uh, confidence and it's again it's the small steps that um, that lead to to a greater outcome and I've started with courage and courage if, if, if courage actually something that breeds confidence so when when people start with with taking little acts of courage on a daily basis they actually become more and more confident as a result of those courageous acts because then then they realize oh i've done that and nothing bad happened or i did that and i had a great outcome so as they have more and more achievements or as they see more and more great results as a result of their courage and or, or acts of courage more than anything um, the confidence grows and that's that's why I started with courage and we moved to confidence and that is something that we step by step can 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 keep working on and keep developing and in addition to being attractive I wanted to um, also add that confident people are also um, people that are going to find easier to 
adjust um, the course of a relationship when it's going not in a direction that they feel comfortable with. They are more comfortable in setting up the boundaries. Um, they're more comfortable in communicating. And confidence is, again, it's top, top, top quality to focus on developing if you want to have a successful relationship. So with confidence then, do you think that 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 naturally comes off the back of, like we were discussing before, being brave enough to to take small steps towards courage to start with, which then on the back of those courageous little acts builds up a person's confidence? Yes, and in addition to that, it's also looking at anything that makes you not confident because, yes, courage definitely builds that. It's like a gym for confidence. So you go to the gym, you exercise certain muscles, so the muscles of courage do build a very strong body of confidence. The other things to look at, what is it? Look, if we if I make an analogy, confidence being somebody has having a very strong body, and courage is 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 those you know gym equipment that you use to you you strengthen your muscles and the muscles are becoming stronger and stronger. The way of building a strong body or building a confidence is also looking at any weaknesses that you have in your body. So, for example, if body has been traumatized or wounded in certain areas, is obviously not leaving those wounds or just putting the band-aid to those you know wounds especially if there were any serious wounds um in the body so it's it's also um complementing the the acts of courage and building confidence with um acts of healing and with acts of self-love um with acts with acts of um really fixing any 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 issues or any um other things that happened because as i said lack of self-confidence could also be stemmed from um traumas wounds and other negative experiences that we had and it's very important to heal those um in parallel to building the courage yeah i i absolutely understand that because otherwise you just take those wounds into your next relationship and um you end up repeating those same traits and habits that that led to probably the breakdown of a previous relationship don't you and uh, so it goes on and not only that it's also in addition to that it's also before you even enter a relationship when you feel um self-confident you would never um select a partner who's not matching your greatness and your quality so you would never find somebody who is going to be toxic or abusive or not treat you right it's just because you have that level of confidence that um you deserve um somebody who is your match your equal and also um you can walk away um because you're so confident in yourself you can walk away from something that is not right for you yeah yeah definitely you know it's, it is about knowing your worth and your value but also you know even if you like the guy if he's not or the girl um if they're not going to be treating you right then um you know it's it's understanding you know what I, this relationship isn't for me then because it isn't going to be a healthy one 
Yeah, yeah. And I can walk away at any time because I'm so confident in myself. I know I can attract a new partner easily. Mm. So anything else then to um, add around the, the confidence before we move on to compassion? Yeah, confidence is also just one thing is confidence is also um, another advantage of confidence, I'd say, is that confidence gives you um, a great level of trust. It's the trust in yourself and trust uh, in your partner. I know that confident people are not normally jealous people. They're not normally checking on their partners, you know, that much because they have the level of um, confidence in, in themselves and they don't allow their insecurities or anxieties or fear of rejection, fear of abandonment to, to negatively color their relationship and their uh, approach to their partners. So that's another advantage. And before we move on to the third uh, C and the last C, I want to add that we are not born confident in most cases and it's something that we could develop and it's it's something that we should continue to develop as well so it's not there's not really a finishing line it's more like going to the gym on 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 a daily basis i, I don't know why i bring this gym analogy maybe because i've just started exercising and i feel um great about going back to my routine but it's um it's like going to the gym on a regular basis you have your muscles that need to be exercised or strengthened uh daily so confidence it's just like that it's giving yourself your body your soul your mind and acts of self-love daily so you can continue to remain confident because because you know we, we're confident in, in, in some areas like I, I know super confident most of my clients are super confident in their careers but when it comes to relationship all of a sudden they are not there are some areas that we're more confident in the others there are some um, situations that we are more confident in others so to make it more consistent we really need to work on it on a daily basis just the same way as as courage is the inner work and it's constant continuous yeah very good points that you raised there so thank you for addressing those so moving on to then compassion um is that a quality or a trait how would you see compassion um i don't i it is a quality and a trait the reason why i avoid calling it a trait because the word trade just linguistically um, gives people an impression or potentially can give people an impression that it's something trade is is, is, is is very much permanent quality. We are born with certain personality traits and they're very persistent and they are you know difficult to change and which is why I want to call those three C's, even though they could be traits and some people are born with it, but I want to call them as a, as a quality because all those three areas can be developed mm. and can be strengthened. And they are not, um, as I said, they're not permanent. They're not always um, that we, we just have from birth. It's something that we acquire. And that's why I call it more quality. Even you can call it a skill. Um, because, yeah, as I said. that means that anybody then can acquire these qualities then, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. It's a skill, it's a quality. And then it becomes a trait once you've mastered it. Um, it, it, it then becomes a trait. 
So tell us more about the area of compassion then. How does that fit in with uh, your uh, three steps, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. compassion is the, it's something that completes it. It's compassion we need for a relationship, for starting a relationship and for maintaining relationship and make it um, flourish because compassion when we have a compassion for an, our partner or when we have a compassion so let's start with a, a scenario that we spoke um at the very beginning a guy who is shy to approach a woman um or a woman being approached by a guy having compassion in that situation for somebody who is potentially very nervous who's somebody who took a lot of time to build up a courage to approach uh, a woman somebody who is um maybe just you know dying from inside from that anxiety that you know that oh my mm. god i'm just going to be rejected have a compassion for the person maybe not saying the right thing maybe coming up with some silly sentences to start to open up the conversation actually um can go a long way because i find that some women dismiss somebody or uh, you know potentially quite harshly and that discourages mm. men from approaching women second time around the third time around if you want to say no if you want to reject do it compassionately so the person is not discouraged from approaching women it's just that you are not right or you don't find him the right person for you um and vice versa also if a woman um if a guy approaches a woman and she maybe she reacts a little bit too um defensively is to realize that she has been potentially maybe approached by people who didn't have best intentions in mind towards her she's quite rightly being defensive because of the experience that she's been through and and starting with that compassion in mind from a very beginning and then as it develops when the people are already in a relationship it, beca it becomes even more um important and more prominent feature because in order for us to stay in a relationship we need to be compassionate um and I want to make a very uh, strong, <laughs> strong clarification that by compassionate, I don't mean that we should be having weak boundaries or, you know, really put somebody else's interest above our own. Most of my uh, clients are highly empathic women, so they are empaths. And I actually teach them the opposite to channel the empathy on, and sometimes to have less compassion because they're too empathic but in general um what we need uh where we need the compassion is is viewing um a communication with another person in, through the compassionate lens means that we almost treat another person as a student of ours because we teach them things about ourselves so instead of making assumptions that the other person should read our mind we assume a role of a teacher mm. okay let me educate another person about myself let me educate another person about my preferences as opposed to being defensive or uh, being accusatory or being um, you should know these things if you love me and also be, being a student um 
by actually asking, please tell me how you want me to treat you. Please tell me what um, you want me to, to change my behavior or in my approach to you. So that compassion triggers that teacher-student relationship in, in a couple, for example. Um, compassion for other persons faults, uh, not for inappropriate behavior, but for other person's faults or for the other person's um, uh, character, um, you know, the traits or that, that are not necessarily considered as positive. So there's a lot of compassion that we need um, just to complete those um, other two qualities in, in any relationship. Yeah, I, I feel that... Um you definitely touched on some very good points there. Um, you know, certainly we treat people how to treat ourselves, don't we? In, in, in the way that we respond and react. So there has to be that balance between having your, your um, compassion for the person being bold enough and courageous enough to, you know, bring up a, a sensitive subject or to ask you out, for example, and not, not uh, responding in a way that's going to, really uh, wound that person if you don't want to go out with them or if you don't like what they're actually saying about something they're trying to bring up in terms of an issue that might be between you. But also, like you said, quite rightly, not being overly compassionate to the point where, you know, your health and well-being is being affected because you're condoning somebody's poor behaviour by not having those boundaries in place and, and you're being too forgiving. Yeah, yeah, that balance is very important to strike. Very important. Yeah, because so I think a lot of women, especially, you know, um, forgive a lot of poor behaviours from their guys uh, in in the like you were saying, <laughs> in the name of being compassionate. But well, really, what they're doing is sending the message that it's okay to be treated badly sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, and that is um, that is a major focus on. Um, I have um, one of my top top <laughs> workshops um, is on boundaries, and that's one of the most popular workshops because, as I said, my um, majority of my clients are. Um, highly empathic women and highly empathic women have their own challenges in the relationship they very unique challenges in the relationship it's much more difficult for them to find partners and stay in the relationships and with high empathy um women um it's 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 the trait it's 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 a beautiful trait they already naturally are um, compassionate and their level of empathy is just off the charts if you look at the personality traits measurement um and and, and that's and that's the area boundaries is that it's there because highly compassionate or highly empathic uh, women or, or people in general the boundaries the sense of because they're so in touch with their environment they sense other people so strongly almost like with their inside their their bodies they sense what other people are feeling that's why it's difficult for highly empathic women to attend large crowds not because they don't like people they love people it's just because they send so many energies at the same time on one spot it could be overwhelming and for people who have very high empathy it's very important to channel that empathy and still be very compassionate in relationship because i think compassion in general is um is it making wonders for for any relationship but also 
equally important it is for this type of people to channel the empathy in the right direction, to channel the empathy for people who deserve it, for people who need um, empathy. We have a lot of, uh, you know, we have a lot of, we have animals, we have children, we have elderly, we have minorities, we have a lot of people to channel the empathy to. And um, that doesn't mean that we need to channel the empathy into the partner and have no boundaries and, and no ability to to correct the behavior where it needs to be corrected. And most men do like um, boundaries and rules and, mm. you know, because then to stick to those rules, it becomes very easy. We make somebody else's life very easy because they know the rules within, they know the limits, they know the constraints and, and they're very comfortable follow those rules. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm glad that I made that point and made it clear because I don't want people to walk away with thinking I have to be compassionate no matter what. Um, of course, uh, you know, balance uh, in, in every, and the same yeah. with character. And the same with confidence, and the same with um, with with compassion. Um, balance is, is key for 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 every area and every quality. Brilliant. Well, that's been a fascinating subject around your three C's of courage, confidence, and compassion, Veronica. So, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and insights around that subject. Uh, so, for the audience those members that would love to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do, uh, what would be your best contact information? Well, I think it's easy. It would be easy to get in touch with me on my Facebook page. And that's where I post, uh, share my wisdom. I post information about my workshops, upcoming events. Uh, it's at relationship school. So if, if, if people will type Veronica Vazeri, um, at relationship school they could find me very easily there excellent so on that note um for veronica vazeris on uh, at the relationship school on facebook i bid you a very 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 welcome for attending and being a special guest on to today's episode and as always we'll make sure we share any other information about Veronica in our show notes. So thank you very much, Veronica. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. And on that note, uh, as always, I like to finish off with true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith inspirational speaker at linkedin or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com that's l-y-n at hearts-entwined.com remember true love starts with opening our hearts